0: listening to the first and a lot podcast here are your hosts
1: joey and don yeah 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 another week in the books all right all right okay joey what's going on man how's it going what what's
2: new uh i mean just trying to survive fantasy uh sports betting's been off up and down with this college season so it's been interesting
1: yeah, we touched on that last episode with the NIL and the changing landscape in college football. We'll get into that some more. Uh, but first, I want to introduce our special guests this week. Coming to the stage, coming to the stage into the microphone, Mr. Jordan Rooney, world-renowned Chicago sports fan and shoe game expert. Give it up for Mr. Jordan.
0: What's up, guys? Yeah, Chicago uh, It's a miserable <laughs> existence right now.
1: <laughs> I feel that. I I I, I could feel that. We'll, we'll get into uh all of that. But uh what are the hot topics right now? Let's start hot and fresh. What you got for me, Joey? I mean, like
2: let's just start with the fall of Colorado, right? I mean, everyone Ooh. was including myself, you you as well Don. We were drinking that Kool-Aid.
1: Probably me a little bit more,
2: oh, but man, what a I, big I taste! A little bit of that
1: <laughs> ray, a little bit of that rum and that Kool Aid, baby. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, I yeah. I was breaking it. Turned pretty bitter on us, huh? No, nah, I'm I'm still good. I'm still good. It's not like you know, Deion's gonna come in and go undefeated. But well, be he changed. Like, he, 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 he still changed college football.
2: Honestly, like did I think he was going to pull out this victory against Oregon on the road? Not really. But did I team dude get absolutely demolished? Not a chance.
1: You you took the stance like Dion's Hall of Fame friends did. Still on their shows on Fox and ESPN. Still said, I believe. And that's cool. I wish I, you know, I wish I had done the same. I'll be a fair weather fan like that, you know. Um, But Mr. Rooney, have you been following the, the uh, Dion story?
0: Yeah. So, okay. I don't want to say that I'm a hater, but I would say I was, I've been a doubter to an extent as of late. So that's called hating. That's called hating. I take a little victory lap <laughs> this last weekend. I will say I was a little, uh, a little pumped up that it was finally uh more so cracked open. I feel like on the, the results of that, they didn't look great against Colorado state. And then, uh, yeah, Oregon came to play
1: why 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 be down on that why be a downer on that energy can you tell us why
0: okay so i I wouldn't see see i love dion like i love the the dion that is you know hyping these guys up i feel like he's preparing them for the nfl and for the next level and like even for life outside of football i just don't know if i'm convinced that he's a good football coach like excellent x's and o's kind of guy
2: Hmm. Interesting. That's in-
1: that is interesting. This is what blew me away and I I learned this uh recently. I thought the same. I saw the Coach Prime uh documentary uh on Prime Video. Um I just saw the you know the the social media videos. And so I'm thinking Deion's is coming from the NFL to coach but apparently he's been doing it for 20 years. Like, like, legit. Um, so, maybe there's something there. We'll see. I think, um, I, I kind of understand where Rooney's coming from.
2: I think he does bank on talent, right? He He's able to create a lot of talent. And when those talented players kind of get bottled up, you saw the result of it. So, strategy-wise, you know, I can see where, where Rooney's coming from. Um, but he does have that capability of getting that talent and getting everything out of that talent. So, I don't know. Like, where do you guys see the rest of the season going for Colorado? Do you see them bouncing back a little bit? I know this week they have probably the hardest test with USC coming up. But after that, I mean, is there a bounce back or is this just more to come? It was a complete mismatch, but...
0: It'll probably be pretty rough, but I don't know. It seems like he did a great job of recruiting skill positions, and these just have no trenches, and it was very obvious against Oregon. So I guess we'll see. Like, if they can't block or can't, you know, get into the uh, the backfield, it's going to be rough.
1: They was blocking the toilet paper last week, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Like, to me, I feel like Dion's
2: trying to copy, like, how the Chiefs are right like if you look at the chiefs they spent money on their quarterback they spent money on tight end right um just mm-hmm. more on that offensive line um however like they don't spend any money on defense really for the most part and so i i feel like Deion was kind of taking that kind of idea of banking on those position players that quarterback his son and just having that talent
1: lead the team enough to get those victories. So here, here's my take. I think uh, Dion said it. Uh, get me now. I think he really understands that there's going to be a level two to the turnaround. The guys you're going to get first are going to be retreads, transfers, and uh, guys that he gets straight out of high school. He doesn't even think top recruits will, will be coming out of high school. Um, to to top teams, it'll all be transfer market. So he gets that part, but he also understands that. Get me now, the guys he has now. He said, "What he's seven or eight guys away." Yeah, yeah. and some folks are saying it's mostly on the line. It is. Yeah, I mean, when you're he's watching, gonna, that he's gonna game, turn it around.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you're watching that game, the offensive line just cannot hold up and that was probably Bulb the rushed. biggest issue. Yeah, they they just had no chance to get anything going. You know, Shador was always under duress, you know, trying to make a play, and obviously just could not hold up to that defense.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested that, also yeah. if Travis was there. Like, if Travis Hunter plays, I mean, I don't think they win, but, like, I think he probably would have had some impact on... At least the defensive side of the ball. Like I think he's Absolutely. a good receiver. He's a great corner. Like the dude's elite.
2: He's a yeah. yeah. That's that's exactly what we were talking about. Is his dude is legit, right? And I don't know, Rudy, I want to take your what well, you think as well. Do you see him a better defender or an offensive player? Because as of right now, I mean, he's just balling on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a better corner,
0: but like, I don't think anyone's gonna hate on him if he wants to play receiver. Like, those are the guys that get the you know the monster contracts and stuff in the NFL and stuff. I don't think he can do both in the NFL. I just think it's gonna be too much on his body. Like, we've already seen him get hurt. Now, it's yeah, I, mean, I don't know. That just seems
2: tough. But and then does last week and the Shador Heisman hopes as well? Absolutely I think so. not. I think so. I don't think so. I
0: just, I don't know. I don't think he's as good as Caleb or Penix or, I
1: don't know. I just think he's, as of right now, not as good. Here's my take. I think the Pac-12 showed a little signs last week. I think the Pac-12 is going to be a buzzsaw.
2: Well, let's talk about the Pac-12. I mean, they have four in the top ten right now, which is outrageous. Obviously, we know they're going to be knocking each other off, but... I feel like the Pac-12
1: is the premier conference as of right now. But we're going to beat each other up and then end up with what? Oh, I don't know about the SEC this year, but man. I think the I SEC think the...
2: is down this year. I mean, obviously, you have Georgia, but, you know, they have a little cakewalk of a schedule. Um, Obviously, we all saw Alabama. They've been struggling. Tennessee is not Ooh. the same team. I, I think the SEC is... Taking a step down this year. And I think if you look at it right now, the Pac 12
1: can match up against anybody in the country. Joey hinting at my bummy. We got this bummy. <laughs> we'll get to that later. But uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I think Shador is going to stay in the uh, conversation because I, I really think the Pac 12 is just going to beat each other up just like every other year. Um, Wish it was different, but it might be a good thing to have these West Coast teams at different conferences. um, And then that'll be interesting when it comes playoff time with the expansion. I think that's going to be even more intriguing.
2: Yeah. So right now, the, the experts have Washington as the best Pac-12 team. Do we agree with that? I, I feel like USC is getting kind of shafted a little bit. I feel like USC is definitely the best team in the league. How do we feel about Washington getting all the hype?
1: Did you see USC's last game? Did they not win by double digits? I don't know. Yeah, but against better competition. We'll we'll see.
2: USC always, you know, their biggest fault was their defense, right? You know Caleb Williams is going to put up big offensive numbers. um, And sometimes they're going to have those shootouts. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, I still think USC is the best team in the pac 12 That's interesting. I like both not teams. Utah? Not Utah, no. I, I'm not a believer in Utah. I think USC, when it comes down to it, it's it's a two-headed monster with USC and Oregon. I think Washington's kind of, you know, I feel like they're faking it a little bit, right? I think they're a good team, but are they a top-ten team? I don't think so. And then Utah, think- Utah's good, but... Give me USC. I, I still think USC is the cream of the crop. I think USC gives the Pac-12 the best opportunity to make it to the playoffs. And not only that, but make it even into the championship game.
1: It, it's, it's tough because Washington State has some strengths. It's crazy to say that, too. Uh, and Oregon State has some weapons. Uh, but all they're going to do is just beat up on each other. That's what stinks. So we'll we'll see. We will see.
2: Randy, what do you think? Who's the best Pac-12 team in your opinion?
0: I like USC. I don't know. I am I like I like Oregon, too, just because I feel like they're a little more well-rounded. They don't just rely on Bo Nix like the other two rely on their QB. But I don't know. I just feel like Panix isn't going to throw four or five touchdowns every single game for the rest of the season. Like I think Washington slows down a little bit where I feel like USC and Oregon can both continue to play well.
2: Yeah, I just don't trust Panix. Or as uh, Don calls him, Michael Penis Junior. Don't know how that yeah. nickname came to be, but uh, I I just don't believe in I them. I would change my damn name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah I, I agree with you, Rooney. I think they will slow down. Um, I I still think Oregon's a great team overall. Like you were saying, they're well well balanced. But Bo Nix does he? You pretty much gets hurt every year. Unfortunately, so I feel like something's going to happen to that team where they're going to falter a little bit. Um, so, yeah, just give me USC for the Pac-12 again. I'd love to see them go against you know, a big-time Michigan program or um, even the
1: cakewalk of Georgia. I think they could compete with both of those teams. Ooh, I hope Michigan doesn't drop it again. They They tend to drop it towards the end. We'll see. Uh, one more college thing I want to talk about
2: before we get into the NFL here. Did you guys see the Ohio State Notre Dame game and how that ended? Call it out. I know Rudy, it's in your backyard. You know, close to Chicago there, but wow! Yeah, I mean, my whole
0: family is Notre Dame fans. Uh,
2: I cannot, I, I cannot believe that happens. That USC, USC. What I'm talking about, Ohio State even had an opportunity to get back into that game. Um, but I don't know if you saw all the social media. Give us a recap. They had ten G- guys give it, on the give field. It was twelve, wasn't it? No, they had ten guys on the field in the last play. So Notre Dame was playing defense with one less player as they lost the game for that touchdown.
0: Yeah, and in the post game interview, they they talked to the coach and he basically said he was afraid they'd get a penalty, so he just rode with one less D lineman. And I mean, obviously, that didn't work out too great.
2: And you know, I think Notre Dame should have won that game, and I I don't think Ohio State is that good. I'm sorry, I don't think they're a top four team. I think obviously they got lucky to win that game, and I feel like Michigan's gonna walk over them. I feel like Penn State has a good chance against them. So I don't I don't see there being two Big Ten teams in the in the final four this year.
1: So you touched on it early, Joey. So what's going on this year with college football? I don't, I don't, I, I don't. I'm not a fan of the word parity because I don't think all these teams are are evening up. But what's what's going on with like these Clemson, Alabama? Uh, you know, Georgia hasn't looked that dominant. Uh, what's going on? I think first and foremost, the West is back. Right? I mean.
2: When I was a kid, I used to remember USC with Matt Leiner, probably the best player I've ever seen in my life, Reggie Bush. Um, You know, the West was like where to be. You saw Texas was relative back then. Um, Even Stanford had a great team back then as well. And I finally see, especially the NIL, there's more money coming in where these guys don't have to play at a big SEC Alabama team to get the recognition they can go play in the west coast and still get a lot of views i mean look at colorado i mean they have game day or big noon there almost every week now so i feel like just in general Uh, the west is back
1: thank you for setting up my bummy joey perfect setup i'm giving my bummy maybe a little bit too early it's gotta go to nicky nick saving okay okay that bump he played himself just like Dabball Sweeney, okay? They 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 banked on these kids. They need us. The rules aren't going to change. Uh, we're going to bank on tradition and all that jazz. While I'm making multi-million dollar deals, you eat ramen. Yeah, that that's why Nick Saban's getting that bummy because he stood on that bucket getting held up by his assistant. (laughs) And he's still hollering, like, what? Yes, they may go, they may, what, 12 guys get drafted each year, whatever the number is, right? But eventually, the team across the pond, the team across the pond, the team across the country, they're going to offer these kids NIL, TV commercials. Look at... um. Caleb Williams on uh, Burger commercials. That's crazy. I never, I never thought that would be life. I never thought I would see that. It was always like a, you know, subplot in a in a movie. (laughs) You know, (laughs) guy getting paid under the table. Um, and and Nick Saban, he tried to slow the game down. Uh, in his little, you know, fight for uh spread offenses. Then then he gets uh Sark to run his offense. You know, it's like it's a revolving door there.
2: Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem is that there's no, obviously a a mainstay there, but you never know coming in, you're just banking on getting the exposure and making it to the NFL. And I feel like Alabama doesn't get as many national games as Colorado does right now. As, as crazy as that sounds, right? Like, I can't believe I'm saying that as we stand today, but it's just not the same hype with these SEC teams that it used to be the last two, three, four years. And it's kind of exciting to see. I don't know, Rudy. What do you think? you think the West is back?
0: I think—I just think the NIL, like, leveled the playing field a little bit. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a ton of money and stuff going into Alabama, but, like, being able to, you know, be like Caleb right now and do these, you know, these crazy commercials and stuff, it's not just Saban and a couple other SEC schools dominating the recruiting board. Like— I don't think Saban's the best coach ever. Like he's a great recruiter and he's good at discipline. That's what he's good at. Like, and that stuff isn't working right now, and it makes him look real dumb. Like he benched his quarterback just to unbench him the following week. Like I just feel like he's grasping at straws right now because, yeah, the rest of the the country's catching up to him a little bit.
2: Oh, so yeah. true. So who's okay? We Don and I went over this last week a little bit, but Rooney, who's your top four that you see in the college? playoffs this year
0: oh no i don't know that's tough that's tough i mean i gotta go georgia and michigan i think michigan probably blows that but i'll go georgia michigan and then let me go let me go penn state usc let's i'll take penn state i love penn state's defense i i've been a big draft guy the last couple years just because the bears are terrible so it's the only thing we have to look forward to and like <laughs> Chop Robinson, Kalen King, like some of those guys on that Penn State defense are so fun to watch that I've actually enjoyed watching them play this year.
2: You know, I think I agree with you. I think Penn State is undervalued right now. Um, as I said earlier, I think they're definitely better than Ohio State. Um, and I agree. I think, in my opinion, I think Michigan is the best team college football right now. I would take them. I think they're real well balanced. And then I think Texas too. I think Texas is back. I just see in my final four, I just see, I almost see no SEC teams in my final four. As crazy as that sounds. You might be right. Any final thoughts on college football this week, Don?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be a real shakeup. It's going to be a real shakeup, and then next year we got the expanded playoff, right? Yes. We're going to see the most ad revenue and NIL money in history, and it'll only continue to grow, but it'll be the first first real bang. Bang. I agree. It'll be
2: interesting to see what happens there. Um, I think, can it, we talk about NFL
1: while we have Rooney on yeah. the line here? Um, Rumi was talking about, or uh, uh, you guys are talking about fantasy, or do you want to go into uh, the uh, nitty gritty? What, what do you want to do first? I want to do a little bit of both, a
2: nitty gritty and fantasy, right? Can we talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey sure. here? I mean, what what is up with that? I'm I i did not even. Is I, it bad? I, that, oh, I, I didn't look. I mean, I I hope it's legit. I mean, did you see how she was cheering him on? I think. As a man, everyone wants a woman to cheer them on and be proud of what they're accomplishing. So So I I
1: saw Taylor Swift on my uh, feed, and then I hit next. So so was she, like, cheering Travis Kelsey on? Oh, yeah, big time. And, like... I don't know, Rooney. You saw it, right? I mean, oh, I saw too
0: much of it. Yeah, I was watching that Bears game. It's as hard as it was to watch it. Yeah, she's
2: saying, "Let's fucking go" in front of Donna Kelsey. Like it seems to be pretty real. I guess it, it looks super real. Like as I said, I mean, like what man wouldn't want that in their corner? A cheerleader like that that's gonna propel them to the next level, right? And well, so... dude, did she
1: pop something out of it? Like <laughs> not <don't> get <laughs> she it. Like she she <laughs> che- she cheered like that for in sync. At the VMA's, I mean, come on. She she,
2: she she You know what? I'm I'm gonna be real. I think she seems pretty awesome. And I don't blame Travis Kelsey to want to hang out with her. She sounds like I I gotta kid. see this. She looks like a fun time. She gets into whatever she's doing, whether it's music, football, whatever it may be, and she
1: gets invested. And I You I know what get... she looks like to me, Joey? what she look like? She looks like she bugs the shit out of Kanye West. Uh, that's all i think about
2: (laughs) but continue i'm sorry no i'm just saying like i i hope it's the real deal i think it'd be fun to see what happens uh and it seems like he's married right who travis kelsey absolutely not why would he have Swift come visit him and watch a game if he's married no, he's, he's a bachelor living a good life right now.
0: Yeah, Jason Kelsey's had... married. No, Travis's fame for, uh, I think he had Chase, is it Chasing Kelsey or something like that. His terrible uh, reality TV
2: <laughs> dating show that zero people watched. It's right. <laughs> no, I agree. But as I said, I think it's pretty awesome. I hope it's real. Um, it was kind of fun to watch, not gonna lie. Well, I'm glad someone enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I thought he, I thought he wifed
1: cool. a homegirl. Um, What's Kayla Nicole. I thought that was his wife this whole time. Right. I don't know. That's his ex. Oh, I'm pretty she sure. She dropped her, yeah. the bag. She, she have fumbled the bag then. <laughs> <laughs> she, she done have would up.
0: Yeah.
1: He's like Next. next? <laughs> There's a reason they
2: didn't marry. Okay. But obviously, uh that game got out of hand, right, Randy
0: I mean, it was pretty much to be expected. Like I don't know. It's it's a uh, we're in we're in the uh the Caleb Williams waiting list now, basically. We're just hoping we lose to the Broncos at this point and get that first pick again.
2: So the Bears? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think they terrible. I think, uh, I think the Bears are done with Justin Fields, and it sucks because it's not completely his fault. Um, yeah, I, I agree. feel like he hasn't had the support that he needed to get better. But at this point, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I just don't see anything changing for him. And there's no way
0: like you can't win with Justin Fields at this point because there's one of two scenarios happen. They keep this clown circus of a coaching staff and never develop him and he's just terrible and they continue to lose year over year or they get rid of them and there's no shot a new coaching staff comes in with a high draft pick and doesn't get Caleb Williams or Drake May or someone with one of those two first round picks like they're going <laughs> to they're going to move on honestly i think the best thing you can hope for Justin Fields is that either he goes to a team with a great foundation and becomes something like Geno Smith did later in his career, or they keep him for the last year of his contract and he becomes the best Taysom Hill-esque player that ever existed because he's just bigger, stronger, and faster than Taysom Hill. But, so yeah, as the starting quarterback, I think he's he's pretty much curtains.
1: Yeah, my prediction is the uh, the Bears end up with DJ Ugogoladeh. They're gonna get him in the baseball. Ugly Lelaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're gonna end up with. Uh, worst case scenario.
2: If, yeah, I think, in my opinion, I think when the Bears look to get a new quarterback, they're gonna change gears altogether. Right? I think they're gonna to try to get away from having a quote-unquote mobile, you know, run-first type of quarterback into, you know, a a Herbert, you know, Trevor Lawrence type of pro style quarterback i think that's what they're going to try to switch to and i mean i think justin fields is a hell of a player but i think you're right is his career as a starting quarterback in the nfl is not looking too good right now
1: let me can i ask you both this who in the last 10 years has actually gotten their qb picks right well
2: 50 50 i feel like I mean, Mahomes, obviously. Yeah, that was was bit. And you guys might give me crap for this, but I think Miami with Tua. I think Tua is one of the best quarterbacks in the league when he's healthy.
0: Okay, I will say he's good, and they picked a good player. But I think what Herbert went right after him, I think Herbert on that team would be ridiculous. I think honestly, the Chargers are Herbert's biggest downfall because they just are ridiculously bad. And Staley doesn't know how to call plays if it's not analytics talking
2: to him. Oh my like, God. Talking in his ear. That coach should be fired instantly for what he did. He got yeah. bailed out by the Vikings, but when you're up by, was it four? They're up by four and it's fourth down on your own 17 yard line. And you go for it. No. Yeah, he should be he... fired just for that alone. They
0: don't need him. They just need the calculator to tell him what to do. Like, he does not know how to make his own calls. It's all just analytics. I just don't know why they even employ the guy.
2: Yeah, the Chargers are a mess. I, I completely agree. Uh, what do we feel about Trevor Lawrence? I mean, I know he came into this year with high expectations, and they're not looking great. I mean, they're hanging in there, but they're not an undefeated team. I like him. I mean, okay, I think this last week— is not an indication
0: of how the jaguars are i mean their pass rush was terrible like they were not even getting close to cj Stroud. he was just picking him apart and then it, like everyone seemed like to be they were dropping the ball uh when like i think lawrence was hitting people they they were just not catching it like i know that's usually you know something like a cop out if your quarterback's doing poorly you blame the receiving receivers dropping the ball but like i mean what calvin really had a great week
1: one and then kind of fell apart the last two weeks yeah pretty much So are the quarterbacks versus the running backs overcompensated for their poor play? Yes. And I see that because I think the market is upside down. It it
2: is. And the fact of, if you look at the two worst contracts in the NFL today, they're both quarterbacks, right? I mean, you got to look at number one, Russell Wilson. I mean, the he, He shouldn't even be a quarterback in the league right now. I'm sorry. And he definitely doesn't deserve the money that he's making. And then, of course, number two, look at Kyler Murray. He's making a ton of money. I know he's injured right now. He's making a ton of money for a team who, even though they're looking pretty strong right now, surprisingly, everyone thought they are going to be tanking for Caleb Williams, right? And I feel like both of those... Teams, the Cardinals and the Broncos are in a tough spot because they can't shred those horrible contracts. Give you
0: a third one. Like Deshaun Watson's been like the only reason the Browns are relevant is because they have the best defense right now in the league. Like Deshaun Watson's throwing the ball the wrong direction. (laughs) Like, I don't know what that man's doing out there. And he almost screwed the market up for everybody with that ridiculous guaranteed full contract after the scandal and everything. Like that was
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. You nailed it. There's no way he should have gone anywhere close to that money and yeah you're right look look at the the homey deal yeah look look at the running back market you know they're scraping just to get non-franchised right and uh it's tough it's it's really tough um I, i still think they're the biggest risk
1: of injury and i think that's why they don't get the love in the contract okay so how are we gonna do the format on fantasy on this show are we going to give tips, recap, trade advice? Like, what, Well, if
2: what you, do you remember, da- Don, you know, kind of built out a strategy of kind of waiting on that quarterback. You remember how we were talking, make sure you get your position players first. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was looking really good for me right about now. You know, my starting quarterback is Brock Purdy. As we just said, the Miners look pretty nasty. I think he's a... Uh, He's a good feeling. Well, I have who'd a whole bunch-
1: fleece. Who'd you fleece for that? Joey's a goon, yo. Joey Joey's a goon up in this this fantasy world, okay, guys? Don't get it twisted. He'll break kneecaps, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about out.
2: it's all about building those <laughs> position plays, right? Making sure that you're getting the best receivers and running backs. And then, you know, I, I gamble a little bit when it comes to like a tight end, you know, give me I took Laporta. I think he's he's balling out for the Lions right now. And then, of course, you know, I, I wait on that quarterback. I just plug in play, and 3 no we're looking strong.
1: So the hot hand quarterback.
2: Yeah, you know, just kind of see who's out there and look at matchups, right? Because when you think mm-hmm, about first it. first week,
1: quarterbacks are going to go down, the injury, and then people are going to step up, or you see who's emerging. I see you.
2: Yeah, I just feel like there's a big, bigger parody when it comes to the best running back and the 15th best running back compared to the best quarterback to the 15th best quarterback, right? There's a bigger parody in that. So that's why Joey, I focus on those us, running backs. And those hit pre-season. us off
1: with the hotness. Okay, give, give us best quarterback, best wide receiver, best tight end, best running back.
2: I mean, I think Rudy can help me on this. I think we can all agree that right now Mahomes is probably the best quarterback, right? Oh yeah.
0: I mean, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um man, receiver. Devontae Adams so your Raiders look really good, I'm not gonna lie. Um raiders. <laughs> I think that's the last Raiders we can <laughs> talk about for this podcast. Uh, I think uh, Justin Jefferson, I mean, you know, these are the guys that every single week are going to put up big numbers. You know, they don't really have a bad week. A bad week for them is still really good. So um, I, I still think those are probably the two best. Who do you got for running back, Granny?
0: I don't know. I mean, McCaffrey is pretty elite. Uh, it's just the, the biggest thing with McCaffrey is the injuries, right? Like that's been the risk the last you know four years of fantasy is if he's healthy, he's probably running back one. But it's you know give or take if he stays healthy the whole year. The you Titans know. look abysmal.
2: And what do we think about uh, Swift? I mean, he's
1: looking pretty good. Yeah. He came off injury, right, and now is, like, showing some stuff? Yeah, it, you know, it, it's really
2: crazy because when the Eagles traded for him, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, Switz looked really good for <laughs> for the Lions, and they gave, up like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gave up like a fourth or fifth round pick for him, and I think that was one of the best things they could
1: have done. Travis Kelce gave up a solid second round pick.
0: I think it just Taylor. shows... How much insane. the Lions dropped the ball, <laughs> the Lions in that draft they didn't take Jalen Carter instead they take they trade back, take Jameer Gibbs, who they're not even playing, and then give DeAndre Swift and Jalen Carter to the Eagles, who are now like their two best players on both sides of the ball like
2: All right. it's it's so
0: it's super funny
2: I mean Jalen Carter i like, he should have probably went to your bears right if it wasn't yeah if it wasn't
0: for the the deaths like that yeah he that it's (laughs) the thing of uh like how could he have fallen this far it's kind of silly because i mean i don't know six months ago he was under investigation like so i don't think it's that crazy that he fell it just worked out that he needed a team with a great infrastructure and he went to the one with probably the best yeah no i agree with you i mean
2: it was really risky to to draft him, especially with those fatalities that he kind of created. Um but it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Um but if you look at their roster, the Eagles, I mean like half of their team <laughs> are from Georgia. Oh, I saw that. That's crazy. So like it makes sense. I mean, Georgia's been pretty dominant the last couple of years, back to back champs. And now it's kind of running into the NFL into the Eagles right now. So I can understand how they're doing pretty well.
1: Okay. Uh so we got Mahomes, we got Swift, you said Devontae Adams. By Kelsey. Um, Kelsey's probably the best tight end and oh uh, yeah, Kelsey. Put them all together, uh, you
2: have an unbeatable team.
1: What about defense?
2: Ah, uh, defense. I don't know. What I think the Browns. Think?
0: I really think the Browns are the best defense See. in the league right now. Yeah, the
2: Browns. Yeah, Miles Garrett's pretty nasty. They look. They look good.
0: They might not get you the most points fantasy wise, just because I don't feel like they get as many takeaways as maybe some other teams. But I mean, shoot, without like without Trevon Diggs, I don't think the Cowboys get those takeaways either. Like the Browns just don't allow points. That's yeah. A
2: thing. That was a that's a big yeah. injury for that team a tough one, but uh, okay. you know, I think we already kind of went over Don's bummy of the week there with Nick Saban, which was really bold. Don, I think that was a
1: bold pick for you. I had to get, I had to hit up Dabo, and I got to hit up uh, uh, Nick Saban. You're gonna take millions of dollars, and and kids don't eat. That's all I gotta say. So what? So what are your bummies, then? Rooney and and Joy. what do you got? I got one. My Bummy of the Week is a team, uh, the the Angels.
2: You know, they're officially... Sorry to talk about baseball, a little sidestep here. But, my God, they totally blew it this year with Shohei. Mike Trout's done for the year now. Um, And I assume Shohei and Trout are no longer to be with the team going forward. And they get to get nothing in compensation. And they totally screwed up big time so they deserve the mlb bummy of the year award sabotage
0: i think i'm giving the bummy to uh my boy Keyshawn johnson for accusing the oregon coach for taking tips and and tricks and stuff like that from other coaches to compile a a recipe to beat (laughs) The uh, the Colorado Buffaloes. I think that was a very silly alloc- a- allocation oh, saw, from him.
1: I saw I saw some of Keyshawn's um, speech on uh, on Fox. Uh, yeah, it, it it made sense. He he was saying uh, get me next year, and uh, he was saying uh, coaches are supposed to say that. Um, but then he still went at him, and I thought. Just leave it at the coach is gonna tell his team to win. That's that's all I gotta say about that. They're gonna say what they say and we say what we say. Yeah, that's a, I agree. I, I like that bummy. I think we have some interesting
2: bums this week, and interested to see what happens this weekend. I'm sure we're gonna have another big
1: list of bums coming up. Okay, and then we got we got left uh, shoe oh, game no. from Rooney. I've got to get some shoe game. Put us on some shoe game. And then we got some some gambling lifestyle from Joey. All right. guys I, got?
0: I got I don't got new shoes because honestly I haven't been buying sneakers that much recently. But I got a question for you guys and I want to see your thoughts. What's your thoughts on rocking Yeezys nowadays since Kanye? He's canceled a little while ago, but is it cool to wear him now? Like I know he's getting like like bare butt BJs in in Italy or wherever the hell he's at, but <laughs>
1: His pants <laughs> split. I watched. I watched the video. Unfortunately, his, his, <laughs> of course you watch that video. His, it looked uh-huh. like his yeah, splitting. sure it did. He's sitting down on the boat. I mean, like, come
2: unless, on. I he
1: see the the
2: split in the back. It didn't look like he was enjoying it too much either. I mean, he was kind of just stone faced there. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I still see people rocking Ye- I'm not a shoe expert, but I, I, I think I see people still wearing Yeezys on social media. Put them away that's for a couple of months, it, but so. I feel
0: like now they're almost like a collector's item. So um, I've been pulling them out a little bit more recently.
2: Mm, yeah, I, I think people look at Yeezy now as a brand and not so much as right. Kanye's brand, right? And I, I think that's a fair thing to bring back now. I think um, as Kanye shouldn't be allowed to, you know, work with Adidas and Easy again. And I don't think he will. But uh, yeah, I, I think
1: it's safe to to use him again. Yeah, um, just 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 a, a minor thing. Kanye has to be a first ballot bum of fame <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just i'm just saying it now he's if he's the first ballot bummy of fame okay just, just, just throwing out there you got my vote you getting that dirty jacket <laughs> those
2: kardashians they'll ruin your life
1: bumble me after bumble me <laughs> joey what you got for uh gambling tips and and lifestyle yeah
2: i want to kind of talk about las vegas once again um there's a lot going on with the Formula One race coming up in the middle of November, and I just want to tell everybody who's going to Vegas just be patient. I know there's a lot of construction going on for that, and um, it's a big deal for the city. And you might want to wait until after the race if you're not into all that sports stuff. So just be, you know, calm and patient and. Hopefully, really experience that Vegas lifestyle once that race is over in the middle of November.
1: One thing I want to say, tell me, tell me what you think. Uh, so I'm a casual. I'm I'm not like a high roller like Joey. I'm not on the VIP list, right? Um, when I, when I go to uh, San Diego, when I go to Vegas, I, I always come back telling the misses we should have stayed longer. Uh, so I'm thinking, what is the perfect? vacation like is it a week is it a weekend what are what is your take joey
2: yeah it's a great to question get the out of it I, I think it depends on where you're traveling to right so for example if i'm going to vegas give me the weekend with the boys that's all i need right if if i'm going to uh taking my little honey dip to Hawaii, you know, I might want drip, drip. I, I to take a, a week and a half there, you know, making sure I get everything out of that I want. So I think it just depends on where you're trying to go and who you're with, right? And also just make sure you budget correctly. Those are my a- any, tips. Any parting words? Uh, I just want to thank Rini for joining our podcast today. I think... It was a lot of fun. And, you know, I think you are also in the same boat as me as, you know, having to deal with some crappy NFL teams and trying to stay as positive as you can. So.
1: Yeah, thanks for joining us. That's fun. How was the show? How was it from from your take? What what, what do you think?
0: Dude, I'm already ready for I don't know basketball. I guess that's life, but you'll never catch me saying that. And (laughs) at this point, like, who cares about football? I don't know, man. It's a it's a hard time being a Chicago fan.
2: I feel y'all, man.
1: All right. Well, we got nothing else to say. This has been another episode of First and a Lot. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Peace. Later. Yeah, going to say bye, Rooney. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was gonna mute actually because my dog's squeaking. <laughs> Later, guys.
2: <laughs> uh, <little> that? <laughs>